Here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club Podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And we're now on episode 13. 13. Yes. Another milestone for us. Every time we make a new episode, I feel like it's a big accomplishment. It is. Because it's hard doing this. Life is so hard. Especially when we both work full time. We both have full families. Mm -hmm. You're about to give birth. I know. Like, any Any, day. Any day. It could happen right now while we're podcasting. Oh my God, imagine. (laughs) We're going to keep recording. We're going to keep. You're going (laughs) to cross your legs and pull that baby in. (laughs) Until this episode is over. I am not proposed postponing any more episodes i want us to get through everything so hopefully that doesn't happen yeah and that will be fine no i'm pretty he's pretty high up he's not coming down just yet no way but it is really any day now i was hoping it would be more today than anything because i'm ready but he seems not to be but anyway so like every episode we have um a drink review we're gonna discuss some trigger warnings of books um this time around especially for the book reviews we're doing today i think it's good to like just have a little discussion on trigger warnings and Mm -hmm. just like why they're important um because we have some some difficult books that we read this week risky books very risky (laughs) so we just want to discuss that be as transparent as possible so please 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 listen to the trigger warnings before listening to this podcast as we, you know, going to be going into um, some really crazy book reviews, I feel Agreed. like, for this week. Agreed. Um, but yes, let's start us off with some drinks. Um, mine is pretty similar to the one from last week's. The only difference is, I guess there's no mint and lime in it. Basically, it's um, lemonade, Sprite, muddled strawberries, and that's it. <laughs> so the difference is the water. It's the, <laughs> the water. water. So the you might like water. this one a lot better. Yeah, because I feel like it's just going to taste like strawberry lemonade. Yeah. That's basically what it is. It Wait. looks good, too. looks delicious. Yeah, strawberry yeah. lemonade. Nice. Almost like, not like the one from like Wendy's, which is like my favorite strawberry lemonade. But it's close. It's pretty close. I think it's because of the Sprite. It adds another yeah. layer of sweetness. But yeah, it's kind of similar. You're going to have to remember all these recipes. I really Because then I could just put some vodka in them. For the summer. For the summer, <laughs> yeah. Yes, pretty much. What do you have today? So I'm a slacker. I don't have my typical wine. So I have some Trulies today. And I have two in front of me. Yes, yes, yes I do. <laughs> um, I have an orange peach fizz. And the pina colada one. They're both very delicious. Yes, I've had them both. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, pina colada. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I feel like I would prefer it more slushy. Yes. But it's still pretty good. And you can't it's go okay. wrong with Trulies. They're like the best. No, especially like the summer. Except I don't like the original Trulies. I like the tea ones. You know, those are yeah. my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the lemonade okay. ones are really good too. The black ones, the black can. Yeah. It's like the mango lemonade, the strawberry yeah. lemonade. Those are good. I feel like those are really, really good. I obviously haven't tried the new poolside ones yet yeah. or any of those. Or the margarita ones, right? Or the margarita ones, no. Yeah. But hopefully in the summer. Soon but enough. Soon enough, we'll get there. Um, so that's it for drinks. Um, our mocktails, our trulies. Mm-hmm. 
So let's start talking about trigger warnings and why they're so important. Yes, please. So I know for me, there's certain things I just don't want to read about. Mm -hmm. Whether it's just maybe it's going to bring up something for myself personally. Or it might actually traumatize me. So I'd rather have the trigger warning to kind of set myself up. Of course. So I don't cause my own trauma (laughs) or have to relive my trauma. Okay. So um, that's why I feel like they're important. What would you say? I would agree. Um, I, so I don't get triggered very easily. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that I read a ton of books that mm-hmm. have trigger warnings, but most of them that I've been reading lately do. I jump in anyway with two feet. Mm-hmm. I usually don't care mm-hmm. once I read them, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, whatever, let's go for it. Yeah. But I completely agree they're important. There should be trigger warnings in mm-hmm. every single book. Mm-hmm. If they're not in there, at least in the author's website, wherever, mm-hmm. there should be something somewhere. Yes. Because... People can be triggered by any of these Especially things. if you're going to be talking about, like, sexual assaults mm-hmm. or violence and, like, just, there's just certain things that, you know, you sh- there should be some kind of warning. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one book that I read, uh, what was it? I think it was a Colleen Hoover. I think it was It Ends With Us. I didn't realize how that book would make me feel Mm -hmm. like I know she mentioned it in the beginning of the book her reasoning behind and I I read a little bit about the book prior to reading it so there I should have been warned more like it should have rang some alarms for me and it just didn't Until I read the book and I was like, oh, shit, this is making me think about things like Mm. the way I grew up or like just certain relationships. And it was just like, I, it really, it, it really brought me back to a place, Mm -hmm. but I really enjoyed the book too. I had like a love hate relationship and I think I spoke about it before too. I think you did. Um, so that's a, that's one that comes to mind when it comes to like, Books that could really trigger you. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like some books could really traumatize you in certain ways, too. Um, the Fault in Our Stars by um, John uh, Green. Yeah. That book <laughs> fucks me up. Did it really? That book really fucks me up. I never cried so hard. Oh, my God. During a book <laughs> in my life. To the point where even my sister remembers that book because of how it made me feel. Oh my god! She was just like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I was, I couldn't. Just I was sobbing, sitting. I was just like incoherent. Like I couldn't even like explain. I was just like, like babbling, and she was like, "Are like." like what happened and I'm like trying to tell her about mm-hmm. the book and she was like wait it's a book that's hilarious <laughs> that has you like that and it it you know it freaking traumatized me like not in it like I still remember my, that those emotions so I feel like some books could really get to you and yeah. really 
get into your mind and really fuck you up. And that was one of them. It's a great book. I've only read it that one time. It's not a book I would read again just because, like, it hurt me so much. Oh, my God. Yeah, that book really, really hurt me. Wow. Yeah, that book hurt my soul. Like, it didn't have to go that way. So, John Green, you didn't have to do that to us. I wish the movie had that gave me that much emotion Mm. because the book was just so good. It's an amazing book. Yeah, I read the book. I did not see the movie, though. The movie doesn't give it justice. Like... Like we said, like, you know, sometimes books have so much more emotion. You feel so much more because there's so much detail that you can't really portray that in a movie. Yeah. Um, and that book, oof. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so books could do that to you. So, yeah, I mean, triggers could be, like, in a good way or a bad way. Maybe it could trigger, like, a great memory, you mm-hmm. know? Trigger warnings don't always have to be, like, this negative kind of thing. Yeah. But, um... For books, sometimes it mostly is just to prepare you. Definitely. But um, I think they're important. They really are. I agree. And I think they should be in the book. I know yeah. sometimes they don't put it in the book, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but if you're a person that you feel like you would get triggered by something and you're reading something, especially if it's in like the dark romance or mm-hmm. whatever fantasy, yeah. um, then you should be looking mm-hmm. for that. Especially I in think. dark romances. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Those can be very... Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think we're going to kind of like dive into that with like some yeah. of these books. and So at least one one of them. One of them. One, there, I, I don't recall any trigger warnings. No, there isn't. Violence, murder kind of thing. No, no, no. The other one... It's it's gonna get there. It's got yeah. it's definitely is. we'll do we'll do the simpler one. Yeah, first, we'll we'll start off book. nice and sweet. So please, of. just once we get there, we'll we'll I'll list out because I have some of the trigger warnings. Yes, here, perfect. And I'll list those out. Mm-hmm. Um. So please, and this stop might, listening if <laughs> this might be a shorter episode than yeah. most, just because it like like we said, we're talking about books with trigger warnings, and you know we don't want to scare you guys off, and you know we want to be as transparent as possible during these book reviews. So we actually have two books, um, and they're both from authors that we're gonna be seeing at the Roma- Romanticon in July, July. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been focusing on reading books for the Romanticon just to get more familiar with the authors, know their work. Um, So the first one we're going to do is Follow Me, Sweet Darling by Amanda. Go for it. You got this. Segrist? I was going to say Segrist. Segrist. I think. I don't know for sure, but I thought you were going to butcher it I did. I did better than I thought I did. I would. I mean. Good job. So, follow me, sweet darling. Um, in my notes, I'm like, what did I read? <laughs> really? I guess there was an ending. <laughs> That's so those, those are Those are my, my oh two my main God. points. Um, so, basically, <laughs> it's about Adeline, whose oh sister was was brutally murdered mm-hmm. in a house that she just bought. Yes. 
and she's trying to figure out what happened to her sister. And there's a detective, Detective Eddie Klein, Mm -hmm. who is supposedly there to help her find the killer, tell her what happened, so forth and whatever. This is a very short book, yeah. 90 pages. It's a short story. It's a short story. And I think that's why I'm like, what did I just read? Because it happens so fast that I'm like, that's it? <laughs> not I in would a, agree. Like, not I think in, in a bad way. Not in a bad it's a, way. It's a pretty good book. Yeah. I was so entertained I, I, about it. I sat there, read it within the first, what, like two hours or so. Mm-hmm. Because I had to keep stopping um, for other things. But I think it was more like, I just wanted more. Yeah. I think that's that's why I'm like, what did I read? I guess there was an ending. Because it was just, I feel like it just cut off abruptly. Mm -hmm. I think it did too. Um, I was expecting, well I guess we can get there. Mm -hmm. But I was expecting a second book to it but it's a wrap yeah there really aren't like Mm -hmm. multiple books to them Mm -hmm. so i should have expected it to end this way but not really not really um so yeah um addy her sister was murdered she goes to her house to try to collect all of her things and things just start to happen like little things here and there the longer she stays um, think of paranormal yeah haunted house vibes Mm -hmm. Um, things like she's hallucinating, so she's seeing, like, blood in, on the walls mm-hmm. that aren't really there. She cleans out a drawer one day, the next day it's, it's dirty, dirty again. again. So little things like that. Changing the locks to the door mm-hmm. and then the door going back to its original that locks. That was really creepy. That was, that was so like, scary. Oh my, God, I- <laughs> my thing was, why are you staying? Why are you still there? I would have left... Day one, when she saw the blood dripping in the wall Mm -hmm. and screaming, she basically, like, almost blacked out. Mm -hmm. And then this detective Detective shows up, like, right behind her. Mm -hmm. Mind you, she's upstairs in her room. Mm -hmm. And she thought she locked the door, and Mm -hmm. she's like, how did you get in? no, thank you. I would have left right there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, just a lot of little things happening like that throughout the story. We don't really know much about the detective. He randomly shows up Mm -hmm. here and there when she has issues. Every time she has an issue. That's very true. Um, They, he, she wants information from him, but there is no information on what happened to Mm -hmm. her, who murdered her. They know that her... Even he doesn't want to, like, really tell her. She was like... No. She, one, he tries to, like... Make her feel like shit because he was like, oh, there's no pictures of you and your sister. Mm-hmm. Your sister mm-hmm. never really spoke about you. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been like five days or so since her death and you're now just showing up. And what's crazy is, what's even crazier is their mother. That, that left me hanging. Right? Mama's kind of crazy. Yeah. Because Adeline didn't know her sister was dead because her mom didn't really tell her. Yeah. Her mom kind of like was just like, oh yeah, your sister died. But she definitely got some like mental health issues. Yeah. It's almost like she forgets, but she doesn't. Mm -hmm. And she like, I don't know how to explain it. She has no like, I don't know. 
It's like either. she was like happy talking to her like, oh, hi, how are you? Or why can't you be more like your sister kind of thing? Mm-hmm. But then she's like, yes, your sister died five days ago. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she's not sad about it, but... And she's like, oh, go take care of her, her things. Go, um, get rid of... I have a key here, go. Yeah, go, uh, figure out what to do with her stuff. And then she shows up there and she, her sister's like already cremated and mailed back to their mom. Like, she didn't even get to say her goodbyes, nothing. Mm -hmm. So she really doesn't know anything about her death. Like, Adeline asked her mom, like, how did she die? She was like, oh, she was murdered. But, like, there's no details. So then when the detective shows up, she's like, how did my sister die? Especially when she walked into that room and she saw all the blood. Yeah. She was just like, what what happened? And Eddie really didn't want to tell her. But then eventually, I guess, he, he tells her, like, she was, like, beat up. Yeah, like you couldn't really identify her kind of thing. Yeah, they had to identify so... her with her teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of um, gross. So... Yeah, she's kind of trusting him a little bit because he's very cute Mm -hmm. and she's kind of into him. Mm -hmm. So she allows him to come and go as he pleases, but Mm -hmm. it's weird because you don't really know when he's there. Right. He just kind of pops up. He just shows up. Um, And I think the one thing that finally got her to be like, all right, I got to get out of here was the the locks changing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like after him and um, the detective and her changed the locks, the next day it was back. To, to the, the old, old locks, yeah. Um, so then she was just like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm leaving. I'm selling this house. And then she was also like, what, it, what is going on? Like, she, she had her suspicions about the house. Mm-hmm. So she winds up going to the library to find out, like, more information about the oh, house. Yeah, like I forgot about that. Because she was looking for the deed of the house. Because yeah. she couldn't put it up to, for sale if there was no proof that her sister... Um, owned it, mm-hmm. but also who did she leave the house to, you know, if she passed, like a will almost, so she's looking for all these documents, Yeah. and so she's like, okay, I gotta find the deed to the house or whatever, so then she goes to the library, and she looks up the house, and she finds out that on October, like, 15th or 16th, mm-hmm. more than one death has happened in this house. Yes. So... First, it was um, a dad, like, killed his wife and children. Mm -hmm. Another one was, I think it was, like, a married couple moved in, and they wound up um, dying from, like, carbon monoxide poisoning. And then an old couple or somebody came to get the house, and then there was, like, a house fire. And, like, all these things were happening, and she was like, what the fuck is going on? So she's like, I want to find, like, the original owner, like, who had the house to begin with. And she finds out that it was, um, what was his? Is it Neil? 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 Kai. <laughs> I can't remember. Neil Kide. Kide? 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 Yeah, I don't It was some guy named Neil. Neil. He Neil. owned the house. Yes. So there was... That's all she knew was that that it was this guy named Neil. He had the um, the house. She doesn't know how the family, the man that killed his wife and kids, mm-hmm. got the house, but eventually he did. So she was just like, okay, this is way too creepy. She, you know, makes copies of all these news clippings and stuff, and then she goes back home, 
And then um, the tech, the tech, the detective shows up there again. She's like, "This house is haunted. There's something up with this house." And he's like, "The house can't kill your sister. A person killed your sister. Right. And we're gonna, you know, find the person." She was like, "Okay, so how do you explain all these things that happened?" So then he's like, "Maybe you need to like rest and you know chill out." So then she still needs to find the deed. So she decides that she's going to go into the basement and look in the basement. Now, I'm not going into no basement of some creepy haunted house. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. No. First, she goes up to the room. Doesn't she go up to the room first and finds a safe? And then she goes down to the basement. So where does she find the... The picture? That was in the basement. In the basement. Because I feel like she went up to her, the room first. There was a safe, yes. She goes and she sees a safe and she's looking for the key. Mm-hmm. And then the guy shows up, the mm-hmm. detective. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why the fuck are you in here? Now she's like pissed off mm-hmm. because she knows she locked the door. Right. So she's like, you need to leave, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she goes down. To yes, the then she goes down to the basement. Yes, 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 yes. Like an idiot. She goes down to the basement and she's looking. At, she knows that all the stuff down there is like... From all the families mm-hmm. that previously lived there. But what's creepy about it is, like, there was a house fire. So how did all this stuff, you know, yeah. stay? Mm-hmm. So she's looking through these boxes, looking these, through these boxes, and she comes across a picture. And the picture looks just like Detective Eddie. Wait. <laughs> Except he doesn't have the scar on his face. Yes. I was so creeped out. I so know. it <laughs> so was like she, in the movies, like yeah, yeah don't go in there. And then she finds this picture of him, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Because it's an old picture, it's like mm-hmm. from nineteen something another, and his name is the picture is the picture of Eddie, but it's saying that the pic that picture is is of Neil. Who was the original owner of the Mm -hmm. house. So creepy. So creepy. So then she runs upstairs. She's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. She's trying to load up all her stuff in her suitcase. And when she turns around. Yeah, she's trying to get out. Remember, she gets a phone call. She gets a phone call from Oh, yeah. yeah, While she's in the basement. Oh, my God. My my hair stood up. (laughs) That's why it was so creepy down there. Yeah. So, she while she was in the basement, right? In the basement. In the basement. She's looking at the picture. Then the detective, um, she gets a phone call from a number she doesn't know who's Mm -hmm. been trying to call her, but they haven't been leaving a message. So, she finally answers and she's like, hello, who are you? You haven't been leaving a message, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm detective, blah, blah, blah. She was like, excuse me? And she was. he was like, yeah, I tried leaving my card with you. I've been trying to get in touch with you to, you know, talk about your sister's murder or whatever. And she was like, "What? oh, but I've been talking to Detective Eddie. Is he your partner there? He's like, who's Detective Eddie? And then that's when she saw the picture. Yeah. Is while she was talking to him, she was like, oh, my God. This is the guy that I've been talking to. This is Detective Eddie, like, in this Mm -hmm. picture, which was, like, super freaky. So then she freaks out, and um, he... 
I think he's like, oh, you should come to the station. And she was like, I'm on my way. Yeah. So then she, like, runs upstairs and she starts trying to, like, pack up her bags mm-hmm. to get away. And then she's, she could have been out the door. I think she it was. It was a stupid mistake. Yes. Why would you go back upstairs and Exactly. Pack? Like, who cares about your shit? No, she was like, there was something of her sister's that she wanted. She wanted, like, oh, that the, te- the teardrop, like, necklace thing. Yeah. And she was like, she wanted something of her sister's before she left. So, she was hesitant at first. She, she knew she should have just left, but she was like, no, I'm going to go, you know, get this necklace for my sister and then she grabs it, turns around, and she sees his boots or something, like his feet. And then when she looks up, it's Detective Eddie slash Neil, Neil there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, where are you going kind of thing. And she's like trying to, you know, she's still away from him where she's looking at the door and she's, like, talking to him, but she uh-huh. keeps looking at the door to see, like, she could find, like, a way to, like, pass him. Right. And he knows, like, that's what she's trying to do, too, and... So, he just, like, starts doing things, and he, like, starts to make the room bleed, like, how yes. she saw mm-hmm. in the beginning. And, and he's like, why aren't you screaming this time mm-hmm. or scared? And, yeah. like, he kind of, like, likes that she's, like, fighting him. Because yeah. I think he said something like no one's ever really fought him before. And he likes, you know, her sassiness. He likes hearing her scream during, like, when he was doing that stuff to the room and stuff. And he's like, why aren't you doing that now? But she's, like, trying to keep it together so, like, she can run past him and leave. Right. And then it ends with him basically saying, like, Follow me, sweet darling. Yeah. And that's exactly how it ends. Yep. And that is it. <laughs> it leaves you completely hanging. Because he, before he says that, he describes, or he, like, kind of tells her he sold his soul pretty much. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that's how he was able to live mm-hmm. in this house for this long and do the things he'd done to all these people. But he doesn't, he says he sold his soul because he wanted to like impress like his family or like his parents or something. Yeah. But I feel like how do you impress like I he wanted to like be someone. He wanted to have a family. He wanted all these things, but he wound up selling his soul and that not happening. Right. And, and now, now he's just, he just killing kills. people yeah. that come to the house. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I guess there was an ending. What did I just read? I really wanted more. I wanted it to be more, Mm -hmm. like, obviously the whole thing was a paranormal suspense. Right, right. I needed more at the end. It was a great book. Like, I was in it. Mm -hmm. Like, each page, I didn't want to stop reading it. I didn't either. It was spooky at times. I just, that ending, I, I I really wanted it to... Mm-hmm. Keep going. The whole the follow me, sweet darling. I wonder, like, why is that? Like, why that? Yeah. Why does he say that? But I guess, um, uh, oh, we've totally forgot. Like the beginning of the story was what? of the family, oh, the yeah, dad like the, and the two daughters and the, the first family. That yeah, died. and they're hiding from their dad, who's like an alcoholic yeah. and. 
when he opens up the closet where she was, he's like, follow me, sweet darling. And then that's when we find out about Addie, Adeline and her sister yeah. and stuff like that. So that's like his, his go-to is follow me, sweet darling. So I wonder where that comes from. Right. Like, yeah, he sold his soul to the devil, but like, did something happen to him where some mm-hmm. someone said that to him, you know, to Eddie, and then he uses that, and they all do that? I don't know. But it was, it was definitely very interesting. It kept my attention. Yeah. Um, page turner. It's definitely sure. a page turner. I guess it's, my thing is like, when I was thinking Romanticon, I was thinking like spicy romance novels and like your. I think she does have mm-hmm. more romance. I just happened to pick, mm-hmm. of course, the most non <laughs> Romanticon book right, out right. there. But I think she does have more romance stuff. Mm-hmm. So. so, but th- like essentially, that's what I thought like this was all about. Yeah. Um. So that kind of threw me off, I guess. <laughs> the He's like a, a spider, you know, trying to catch a fly kind of thing, luring them in. Yeah. I guess that's where the romance aspect of it is. Um, because he says he is attracted to her, which yeah. I don't think was like other families. Like, that wasn't like his sister right, who right. had a boyfriend. It wasn't like the family who he was already married with children. There was the newlyweds, and then there was the old couple. So this right. is, like, the first person maybe he felt like an attraction to that came to the house. And she was into him. Yeah. She mm-hmm. liked him a lot. So that was the interesting part. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to dive into the second book? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. So, like we said, this particular episode, we're talking about trigger warnings. There wasn't anything to, like... We didn't have any trigger warnings for this first book that we reviewed, but mm-hmm. definitely for this second one, there's definitely a lot of yes. trigger warnings. So please, um, Jenny's going to go through all the trigger warnings. So after we go through it, please, if you don't want to listen from here on out, we totally understand this isn't for everyone. It is, it's, I think more like... Not our usual thing at all. No. Not I, at all. I, and I'm not bothered by a lot mm-hmm. of things, like when there's books that I read that have mm-hmm. trigger warnings. And this one, like, it got to me a little bit. And this one bothered me. <laughs> like, my legs were shaking as I was reading certain yeah. scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I actually had to, like, breeze past certain things. Like, I just couldn't read it. I just, like, skimmed through it. I was like, okay, I don't need to read this part. Okay, I could start from here. It's definitely something I had to, like... It made me sweat. Push like, really through. Sweat. Yeah. And it took me a lot... It wasn't a, a big book. No. But it took me a long time to read. Oh, really? I, like, blew through it. No, 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 I, no, no. I no. to blow through no, it. No. I had to give myself breaks in between and actually read other things to get <laughs> my mind off of it. Oh, my God. And this was only, like, what, 200 pages or something? 290, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So, it was, yeah. All right. So, this is Heinous mm-hmm. by Yolanda Olson. Mm-hmm. Um, so here are some of the trigger warnings, um, MSBD survivor, and that's that Munchausen syndrome, Mm -hmm. um, sexual assault, self-harm, genital mutilation, very graphic. Yes. Violence, 
family, love, mm-hmm. forced, and consensual. And there's more. There's like you could probably like list off like every incest. page. Um, yeah. Sorry, I have a hair somewhere in my <laughs> arm and it's really bothering me. Um, so yeah, it's like every page you could think you could probably come up with like a trigger warning. Yeah. On each one. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing I really, really, really liked was right in the beginning, the author did note all of these trigger warnings mm-hmm. and she did say like, like something about if you're really starting with this book as your first book of mine. You're brave. Uh, yeah. Like, she was like, please. Like, like, she was like, if you know my work, this won't be as crazy. But here are the triggers. But if this is the first book you ever read of mine, basically, like, good luck. Like, this this is a little more intense than yeah. her usual books. And she wasn't lying. Well, I Which, haven't read anything of hers. But. And that's my thing. I'm like, if this is if this is the one you're like, this is the first one you're going to read of mine, like, I'm warning you, mm-hmm. then I can only imagine her previous books. Like, even though they're less triggers, I'm still like, oh my God. <laughs> A little scared. <laughs> A little scared. Um, so, yeah, this is called... Uh, heinous, heinous yeah. and it, it really is like completely, completely like n- not a normal romance. Mm-hmm. It's definitely very dark. It's very obscure. Like it's not your. It's not a, to me. It's not a romance. I was just gonna say that. I don't it's, think it's a romance. It's not a romance at all. I think it's like a horror. That's a good way to put it. Like it really, it's really is. not, but it is. It's it. I think, and a lot of it is like mental illness, horror. Mm-hmm. Like these people have gone through it, and they're living through that trauma, and like they don't know what's right and wrong. Right. So that's that's how I am playing it in my mind to be okay with it because. Even the triggers weren't enough for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought even reading them, even like like the genital mutilation kind of part, I was just like, oh, it's probably not going to be graphic. Probably something happened to her, you know, whatever. Yeah. So then when I'm reading it, I'm just like, yeah, this is a part I, I'm going to have to like skip through. I was sweating. Like I yeah. literally sweat reading through this part. Yeah, I didn't, I-, I didn't think it was... It was gonna be that bad, but yeah. she said it was. She, so she that did. that was my I can't own blame fault. her for not putting it out there yes. because she did say it was gonna mm-hmm. be a rough one. Mm-hmm. And we just dove right in. Yeah, we did. We really we, did. we we went full <laughs> trigger and we did not think it through. No, we did not. Um, but that's more our fault than hers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about. I'm glad I read it because I've never read anything like mm-hmm. this before. Um, and I know there's so many books out there like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not mad I read it. I'm not mad I read, I read it, more? but no. yeah, this is, this is it's too more, much for me. This is too much for me. It's definitely not my cup of tea. It definitely showed me what I can, you know, handle and yeah. what I can't. So that, that was a good, you know, yeah. eye opener for me. Like, okay, this isn't for me. I don't need to dip my toes in this again. Um, it was an interesting story. Um, it centers about 
uh, centers around a woman named Aunt. He, the male character calls her Aunt Maze, mm-hmm. and then um, the male character is Elijah Young, and it centers around them and their love story, their chaotic love story. Um, they grew up with Mama and Papa, mm-hmm. and um, it's. It's it's very confusing in the beginning because yes. you don't really know these characters. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, um, the author kind of talks about how Maisie has like cares about this little boy who mm-hmm. lives with them, mm-hmm. and she always wants to be around him. Mm-hmm. But her parents are very like, no, that's wrong. You can't be around. Right. Him. So it's, you're thinking, okay, is that her brother? Did right. She, like, they make it seem like very something? inappropriate. The yeah. way, she, yeah, they're like, oh. You know, I would go to, like, tuck him in or sit by his bed, and Papa would get really angry about it and, like, would say, you know, things about sin and bring God into it. Like, calling her a Jezebel. Yes. Like, it's her fault Mm -hmm. that men fall to her. Mind you, she's, like, this young little, like, what was she, like, 10 or something at Mm -hmm. the time? Um, She was young. Yeah. So, at... For me, when I started reading this book, I was like, oh, maybe that's her brother, and she, mm-hmm. like, molested him or something, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're trying to keep them apart right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her parents aren't really helping by calling her names mm-hmm. and, like, beating her down, taking her to the doctors, saying that she's sick, and, mm-hmm. like, getting her on medication medications. that, like, made her teeth rot. Yeah. And like, stunted, she sick. And it stunted her growth. Mm-hmm. So she looks like... She looks younger than what she is. Right. So we find out later that she's like 32. Mm-hmm. And then Elijah winds up being in like his early 20s. So what happens is as Elijah gets older, um, her the mama and papa are getting more like you can't be around him. So they kind of yeah. like chase him off and kick him out. And then Maisie is just there by herself. And she's really distraught about it. She's like, you know, she wanted to be with him mm-hmm. and they're keeping him away from her, you know, and she's really upset about it. And then we find out that he comes back for her and then they run off together. Yes. And he also tells her how he like cut his leg off. Yeah. Um, Because... And he cut the leg that left the house first. Yeah. Like the first step that he took away from her, that was the leg he yeah, cut off. Yeah, he abandoned her with. Mm-hmm. So he cut off his own leg, somehow has a prosthetic now, mm-hmm. and they're both on the run. And, um. Hopping from like hotel to hotel. Hotel to hotel. And not only are they leaving these places and going to hotels but they're leaving chaos Mm -hmm. after because these two are basically murder people um elijah people you're so cute they just kill (laughs) they're pretty much serial killers they are serial killers (laughs) they don't have a pattern but they're serial yes they're definitely serial killers um, Elijah <laughs> suffered, I think he has, like, um, what is it when you, uh, hallucinate, um, I don't know, oh my god, <laughs> when you hallucinate, 
where you think you see people. I'm sure. What is that called? Gonna be like, oh yeah, duh. What is that called? No, 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 no. Maybe look it up. So he basically like he every once in a while he'll like wake up or get up from a nap or something and think that people or things or monsters are chasing him. So he'll like wake up from that and she basically has to try to calm him down because obviously there aren't things chasing him like but he literally takes it to a whole nother level where he's schizophrenic. So he like he'll like grab a knife and try to attack whatever's around him Mm -hmm. but he's saying that he's the only one around him. Yeah he says he hears and sees people and they're trying to get him so he goes into these like crazy like spells especially if he doesn't sleep and Maisie tries to make sure he takes his medicine but he hasn't been taking his Mm -hmm. medicine so like they're both cuckoo (laughs) and you know here he's schizophrenic and she's just I don't know what's wrong with her she there's something wrong with her too like I don't yeah I couldn't even begin to imagine mm -hmm. what she would be diagnosed with because mm-hmm. everything that she thinks and says and does mm-hmm. is so out of the ordinary mm-hmm. and kind of just out there. I and don't they're super like, codependent. Yes, they are. Like to the point where, like, if someone looks at him, she thinks they want him, mm-hmm. and she has to kill that person. And the same for for him. Anytime she leaves the room, he's like, "Are you coming back? Are you coming back?" Right. Like, they're super codependent. They're, it's so, like, toxic. Yeah. You slowly how close. start to see, like, how much more it is than that. And mm-hmm. it's more, like, romantic feelings towards yes. each other. Mm-hmm. But still, at this point, we don't know who they are to each other. Right. We, we assume that they're siblings. Mm-hmm. But he calls her Aunt Macy. Mm-hmm. So then I start to think, okay, they're aunt and, and that's her nephew. Mm-hmm. But then she keeps saying, like, I have a secret that I need to tell him. And they're trying to make their way back to Mama and Papa's house. Yeah. Basically, I think to kill them, essentially. Yeah, so I, she mentioned it a couple times. And still, even towards the end, she kind of mentions it. Like, she says, all I want is a hug from him. What does that what mean? What is that? I have no freaking clue. I that was still completely over my head. But the whole time I'm like waiting to see like what's this hug? What's this Yes. Hug? So she they're trying to make it back to mm-hmm. the home. They're mm-hmm. trying to hitchhike. And they're they staying places to places. Mm-hmm. So they end up getting picked up by this guy Mike. Mm-hmm. Um he's like super nice to them. He stops at a diner with mm-hmm. them, he feeds them. And even at this point you kind of see like where Macy kind of gets jealous mm-hmm. of like the hostess, hostess who's looking yep. at Elijah mm-hmm. and he ends up kissing Macy mm-hmm. with tongue like yes. and that's mm-hmm. the first time that they ever have like, like a real kiss, real kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of when they start to get really really close with each other and you're like kind of like but you're like, calling her your aunt so it kind of is weird so like you like you said mm-hmm. you don't know they're like family dynamics you know that they live together at some point you know he calls her his aunt so you're like is that brother and sister kissing is that the aunt and nephew so it's just really really weird and i think that's what what mostly kept me reading Mm because i really wanted to know what that what that life yeah what happened what is it 
And then I think they make Mike uncomfortable because mm-hmm. he winds up, like, leaving them. Yeah. But this upsets Macy so much because I guess she had a gift yeah. from Elijah in the car and she wants it back and she wants to get back to Mama and Papa and get that hug. So there's, I want to know what's in that bag, what was the secret that she had. Right. And then this hug this that hug. she's like going crazy about. Right. And she doesn't stop talking about no, it. No, like she doesn't. But wait, we're going to go there first. We're going to mm-hmm. go there first kind of thing. So, So yeah. then they're trying to make it, so Elijah, he was like, I know where he's going, he's not going to be far because I stole his ID, his mm-hmm. driver's license, so we know where right. he lives, so... Before they go to Mama and Papa's, they're going to go find him. Right. And Macy is like, oh, he's going to pay for, he, oh, he, he thought, you know, he could just get away with, like, leaving us, but he took my shit too, or I'm going to get him. And we already know she's cuckoo, because she's already killed people. Yes. And... We also learned that Elijah kills people and he takes their teeth for her to make oh my dentures. God, that's right, I forgot. Rem- wait, was that before or after the cabin? In the cabin, oh. in the cabin, we find out that she has dentures that he yeah, made. Yeah. So before the whole like trailer with the couple, they yeah, they were the cabin. Yeah. So they end up in this cabin that Elijah knows about, mm-hmm. and they find an empty one where they want to stay in. And Maisie's at some point leaves the cabin mm-hmm. and finds a another cabin with mm-hmm. a couple having sex. Mm-hmm. And she kind of gets like annoyed by it, and she's mm-hmm. like, "They're being too loud." And she goes in to the cabin. Yeah. And, it's and like, she kills them. Yeah. Well, first she's like, you're being too loud. Oh, yeah. He's trying to sleep, but he's been through a lot. Because Elijah hasn't been sleeping yes. well. So she leaves the she leaves their cabin because she was got she he was she was like I'm gonna fight your demons for yeah. you mm-hmm. so you'll be able to sleep because she's know he's going through one of those spells because he hasn't been taking his medicine so then she falls upon this other fucking cabin with this couple and it reminds her of Papa yeah. and her and that's when we find out that her Papa. Whether that's her real father or not, we don't even know. No. Like, we don't know who Mama and Papa are. But he sexually assaulted her. Right. And she's she's remembering this by the sounds that the man is making. And then she's, like, calling the girl, you know, his girlfriend or wife, whoever she is, a whore. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she's making too much noise. And so she... she busts in with the axe and the man is like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) she was like he's been through enough you're making too much noise he needs to sleep and they're like who the hell are you talking about so then to make a long story short she just kills them and she takes something out of him his heart his heart right Yeah, she takes his heart. Takes his heart to prove to Elijah that she killed his demons. Yes. And then she's like, oh, but we can't stay here. He was like, well, we can't leave tonight. So then she winds up, they wind up staying in, in the 
in the freaking cabin. And then that's when, like, they want to get closer. And she's, she has to tell him that they can't mm-hmm. because her papa sold her up. Like, literally sewed her vagina. Yes. Closed. Disgusting. So she was like, and "Wait, she didn't. She didn't just say it. She, she literally showed him legs. Like graphically, mm-hmm. there's details of her opening everything up and put his finger inside of her vagina, so that she he could see that she's completely closed. Yeah. Yes. So not only does she do that, right? So you thought, okay, they're just gonna go to bed or whatever. No, he he, he, <laughs> he goes, goes to, bed. to bed. She's like, I know he's gonna want to be with me at some point. I have to warning. Yes, this this is gonna get a little graphic. She's like, eventually he's gonna want what every man wants. Mm-hmm. So I have to fix this. I'm like cringing <sighs> over here. So, she decides she's going to take a knife and take the sutures out herself with a knife. And not just the sutures because, mind you, she's like a grown adult. Mm-hmm. So And we don't know how long she's been closed up. Right. So, there's probably some closed... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So she literally gets on top of the kitchen island with a knife. She ripped the mirror from the the bathroom mm-hmm. so she could see what she's doing. And she slices herself open. Yep. It does not end there, people. Nope. She then goes into the bedroom. Elijah wakes up. No, he's like panicked. He yeah. sees blood. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Woof. And she's just like, and I want to like, give you what, what you want. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if I could keep going. So let's just say they get together. What? Like right after she right cut after herself she, open. Imagine she sliced herself open. She's bleeding from it. She's in in pain. In actual literal pain. And she's like, "Yeah, we can have sex now." And they do. I can't. And it it can't feel good for her. Absolutely not. Obviously, he's getting what he needs out of it. So now, this crazy lady who just opened herself up had sex with her possible nephew brother. We don't know. Nope. The craziest part is before they did it, he was like, take your dentures out. Do you remember that part? Yep. He said, he said, I took mine off. Which, which is, is his, his prosthetic leg. So you need to take yours off. Which means her teeth. That he makes for her. He makes her, her teeth, her dentures. Home, and we, homemade dentures. Homemade dentures. And we find out. 
They're super, super homemade from people they killed because yeah. after this crazy scene, they have to leave because she killed two people. And then they have to hitchhike again and they yes. come across a couple, a married couple and yeah. their camper and the married couple are these, th this nice man. His wife is looking at them like they're crazy because when they introduce each other, you know, mm -hmm. he's like, this is my aunt, blah, blah, blah. But then she's noticing how close they are and she's just like, you're too close to him. Like, she even tells Bailey, she was like, you guys are kind of weird. Yeah. Like, you guys are too close. And she was like, you don't know us. Like, how dare you kind of thing. But something that she always pointed out was how nice her teeth were. I was just thinking that. <laughs> And I knew right away what the fuck was going to happen. Because I'm like, why do they keep talking mm -hmm. about her teeth? So they keep talking about... And the reason why they keep talking about their teeth is because when they left the cabin, they left her dentures. <laughs> oh, my God. So then they go with these, with this couple, and Elijah's telling the husband, oh, you know, Macy's never seen, I don't know, the Rocky Mountains or wherever they are. Yeah. So he was like, oh, we'll make a pit stop before we get to the location you want to go to because they still have to go after Mike right. for stealing their stuff. So they're like, oh, let's make a pit stop and, you know, we'll go there. And then Elijah looks at Macy and she, he was like, don't be mad at me because they've been arguing whatever. And he like, he put, he like puts his tongue over his teeth like, I'm going to get you teeth kind of thing. That is so weird. To, and I can see it. <laughs> yeah. I can envision that scene. So then they wind up going on a hike with this couple mm -hmm. um, to tire them out so that when they kill them, it wouldn't be as hard. Long story short, they wind up killing them. Yeah. The husband, you know, tries to fight for his life, but his legs are broken because they threw him over the cliff. And then Macy winds up killing him. She, like, kicks his throat or something. And then they kill the the wife. Mm -hmm. Fucking Elijah takes her teeth out. <laughs> it's so crazy. And then they go back to the camper. And he's like, oh, you go. Macy's like, I got to look for money for us. So that we could get a ticket. You know, a bus ticket. So that we could go to Mike's. And then mm -hmm. we can go find Mama and Papa. And then Elijah's like, all right, I'm going to be over here making my dentures for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, because oh this is so crazy. It is. So then she finds money and he's like, I got a present for you. He gives her her new dentures. She's crying. She's like, oh my God, he loves me. So creepy. And then it ends with them getting the bus tickets, yep. and they're on their way to Mike. Mike's. And that's how it ends. This is book one. So that's how it ends. So we don't yep. know what the hug is. We don't know Mama and Papa. But I do have to say that they are not nephew and aunt. Nope. They are not brother and sister. Nope. Elijah is... Her son what? that she had with Papa. Yeah. And we know this because she kind of insinuates it. Right. She's like, I've been there since he was born. 
that whole scene with the cabin people really triggered that like moment of when he raped her and then she got you know pregnant by it and he tried to blame I think her mom blamed someone else so I think mama and papa are really her parents yeah and then she had a baby with her dad and like her mom just ignored it right she hate and she hated her for it yep and then as he got older she fell in love with her baby mm-hmm. and but it, would she have fallen in love with her baby if things didn't turn out the way like if they would have really kept them apart the way they did would she have fallen in love with him I like think. she, I feel like she was just being like the way she was describing it in the beginning. It was like I was there comforting him, I was mm-hmm. touching him, mm-hmm. but it wasn't anything like sexual. Mm-hmm. You don't know who they are to each other, mm-hmm. but when you think back on it, it's like okay, well that's his mom, so she's. But then like how she did to comfort him? But then how did it become that? I is that, it because of that him? I don't know. It, and that, that was the only way she could stay close to him? And that's what she kept saying. I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going right. to give you what you want. And then they finally had sex. But mm-hmm. he doesn't know that that's his mom. I mean, he thinks that that's his, his aunt. aunt. Yeah. But, and she, which is still creepy. And she's still want, and she's you know struggling with telling him, too. Yes. Because she doesn't know how he's going to react to that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing for it to be your aunt, but it's another to be your mom. But, right. like, at the same time, it's like... I don't know. Creepy. It it was definitely something different. I don't have you ever heard of VC Andrews, the author? No. So this kind of remind me of that kind of realm of VC Andrews. So she's a a author, um, a very old author, and she had. I think it was breaking. No, it was the Dawn series. I forget what it is, but it kind of was similar where um, it had, like, incest and, like, rape in it, but not as, like, like this. It was, um, there was a, a character named Dawn where she finds out, quote, unquote, she was kidnapped. Mm-hmm by who she thinks her parents are like you know and they have this family they're very poor but she's kind of attracted to like her brother Mm -hmm. and he's kind of attracted to her but they know they can't be together and I feel like the parents kind of knew like there was something between them but they couldn't really say anything but then I think the mother dies and she finds out that she was quote unquote kidnapped. So now that brother really isn't her brother. And she really comes from a very rich family. But I forgot why she ended up with a poor family. Huh. I feel like they were trying to save her from someone or something. But it, it, it kind of reminded me of that. That V.C. Andrews kind of books where it's, it's like obscure romance kind of hmm. weird. And stuff kind of like weird. Oof. I can't do incest. Um, but it wasn't incest because they, they were really not they, they were not related. But the fact that they were attracted to someone that could have been their sibling is yeah. just kind of weird it's to very me. Very creepy. I don't like. Um, that. they do wind up together if I'm not because it was a series. Okay. Um, and they wind up being together and having a loving like 
relationship, family, and then they wind up dying from a hotel fire. Oh, that's right. Her family owns like a prominent hotel um, in, I don't know, some rural town somewhere. And they grow up. They have a loving family. They have a daughter. And her uncle winds up wanting his niece kind of thing. That's where it gets kind of like crazy. Because it's always like a family member falling in love with Ooh. someone. It's really, really weird. I can't, I can't do yeah. that. But yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of that. Because I've read V.C. Andrews. I actually think I have a box downstairs of some of her books. Um, and it w- I always found those kind of like weird kind of books. But this was kind of like... Over the top. Over the top. Like over the top. Because it wasn't as graphic and this was very graphic this was very graphic like if you have no trigger warnings or you don't really care too much which like i said i'm I'm okay with a lot Mm -hmm. of it this did make me cringe Mm -hmm. i did get nauseous Mm -hmm. in that part where she like cut herself open and then had sex with him like that actually made me nauseous and that's why i told you it took me longer to read it because i had to read things like you know how, like, you see a scary movie and then you have to go and find something funny to no. watch? <laughs> that's only you. Well, that's me. <laughs> so when I see something scary, I can't go to bed. I gotta find something funny. You need a, a palate cleanser. Yes, basically. Yes, basically. So that's what I had to do. Like, when it was, like, these weird kind of moments, I was like, I can't go to bed with these, like, images and these feelings. Yeah. So I wound up reading... I go to... Uh, What's her name? Nora Roberts. Because she's your go-to, like, romance, lovey-dovey, like, normal, you know? So, um, I read her Bride Quartet series. So, it's like love, friendship, family, you know. It centers around, it's four books, it's four best friends, um... They grew up, like, loving weddings and putting on fake weddings for each other. And one was the photographer, one was the florist, blah, blah, blah. And they grow up and they actually make a wedding company where um, uh, Mackenzie's Mackenzie's the photographer, Emma's the florist, Laurel's the baker, and Parker's basically, like, the planner organizer. And each book centers around their love story of them finding, you know, their true love, obviously. So book one is about Mackenzie and she's the wedding photographer and she falls in love with the English teacher and like their relationship. And obviously all of these have those like, there's a dilemma, there's something that happens where they break up or something and then they get back together, and it's the happy ending. Typical. So, <laughs> Bride Quartet, like, that was my thing. It was the four best friends, <laughs> and they're all falling in love and finding their true love and, like, you know, building their friendships amongst the four of them, building that love and creating their own families. But it was super cute because it's like, you know, you they grew up together. They mm-hmm. had this plan, and they fulfilled it you know they really made a successful company out of something that they used to just play around with yeah so yeah so it's Mackenzie and Carter's story is book one book two is Emma and um Jack he's like their he 
he grew up around them too. He's a friend of um, Laurel's brother, um, uh, Delaney, and he's an architect. So Emma the florist and him the architect and their love story. And then there's Laurel. Um, Laurel falls in love with Delaney Brown, who's Parker's brother, one of the girls. Um, so basically... The guy she grew up with, like, basically, that's, like, my brother. They actually, like, kind of fall in love, but they've always liked each other kind of thing. And then Parker, her love story, she um, falls in love with, like, this mechanic guy, like, the grungy, like, and she's this prim and proper, like, businesswoman, and he's, like, a jeans and t-shirt mechanic, you know, um who doesn't take shit from anyone, including Parker. So, like, each each book was super cute. It got me through. <laughs> Your the, palate cleanser. Yeah, it got me through the craziness. So, Nora Roberts, if you ever, like, are you're reading something, you need something <laughs> cutesy and fun and nice, go to Nora Roberts. Oh she, won't, she won't disappoint you. <laughs> so, I definitely had to do that because I just, I couldn't. Yeah, it, like, it, it, I, I totally get it. It was pretty rough to read. It's probably something that I'll think about from time to time. Yeah, um, I agree. I and it, it was well written. Yeah, it really a, was. She's a, a great author. A just, great writer. I can't some, believe like this came out of her brain. Like, yeah, I would mm-hmm. never. It's, but I guess she's really into like. Um, crime stories and stuff like that I was reading about her so I guess that's where probably some of that like craziness kind of stories because I'm pretty sure there's stories out there just like this I'm sure yeah so it's like reading it is definitely different than watching a documentary on it you know I think reading was just like a little too much because I, lo- I watch docu- documentaries and, like, crazy murder stories all mm-hmm. the time. And this was... This, this was, was very graphic. This was crazy. This yeah. was crazy. I'd like to try something else of hers. Something very, very mild. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of her older stuff. Maybe. I don't, know. Be- I don't know. Because I feel like it was a well-written story and I feel like it's not... And it's not even done. That was book one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. That was book one. I know. And I just feel like, I guess, give props to where you need to give props. Yeah. It's a well-written story. Mm-hmm. Yes, we cringed a lot and it was a little too much for us. I need like, to know what the hug was. I, or is. I promise you I will read the next one. Only mm-hmm. because I need to know. I mm-hmm. can't not finish you're gonna have to tell me yeah, what the hug is fine. and what the whatever present he had that she really yeah. wanted from from Mike. I'll definitely read it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I can. That was that was tough. Which is fine. That was tough for me. Yeah, okay. that was tough. All right. <laughs> but like you said, it's she's really she's a good writer. A like, great writer. Can't take like, that away from her. It no, was just, this wasn't. This one really wasn't for us, but yeah, I couldn't handle I'm it. Keep going. I couldn't handle it. I I had I had a hard time, and like I had to read other books in between <laughs> to get through it. But um, not to knock her. I mean, she's a great storyteller. 
in the most craziest way. Mm -hmm. So you can't you can't stop that. But it, it's not it's not something I can continue. Right. Which is fine. There's just some things I just can't read about, and that that was one of them. Yeah. This was one of them in particular. But yeah, that was heinous. Heinous by Yolanda Olson. Yes. Yeah. I'm reading now um, another Romanticon author. Just because I was like going through trying to figure out who I wanted to read next, and I found this book by Jennifer Field. It's mm -hmm. called Twice Lost, mm -hmm. and it's a five book series of course mm -hmm. i'm trying to find standalones and it's not working it's not, yeah um but i'm like 75 percent in and i actually really freaking love it is it like romance romance so or is it dark romance it's, like it's um i guess it's like a paranormal romance okay. type book obviously i i go for Paranormal romance over just regular romance. Right, right. <laughs> um, but the problem is I can't find the actual physical book anywhere. It's not being sold, like, anywhere. So like, it's only, like, on Kindle? Kindle, yeah. Hmm. That pisses me off because I wanted to bring something to have signed. Mm. And I actually really like this book. It's mm -hmm. about... Um, I don't know how you say it. Harbing, Harbinger, Harbinger. They're the Grim Reapers, like the things that bring people to like the River Styx, where their souls okay, go. Okay, okay, okay. And it's basically there's a bunch of them, and their jobs are to bring people to like certain sections of the underworld. Mm -hmm. And there's like a mild underworld to like the really really bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, in the beginning it talks about this guy who goes into the underworld and the harbing I don't know if I'm saying that right harbinger harbinger mm -hmm. is bringing him to like the worst of the worst because he's a child molester murderer whatever mm -hmm. and he's trying to bargain with him and he he's like people bargain with me all the time it's not gonna work until he finally tells them there's a female harbinger which is impossible there's never been a female harbinger mm -hmm. or whatever and which it means that this female is in earth not mm -hmm. in the underworld so he leaves to go try to find her mm -hmm. and he does and i feel like from reading it she's part succumba succumbus you know those like sexual deviants like all they want to do is pretty much have sex with guys no but okay <gasps> you don't know what yes you do no. i'm sure if you saw the word succumbus succumbus <laughs> i don't know how to say it i don't know but but anyway, she's, like, super sexual, and she, like, does the things that he doesn't like, mm. but he's trying to save her. She has no idea who she is, but then we find out she has, like, wings, and she's supposed to be part of the underworld, of the okay. underworld and mm -hmm. bringing people to the underworld. But it's really, really good. I like it a lot, and I'm kind of upset that it's not in physical form. That's so weird. It is, and I can't find it anywhere. Was it ever Nowhere. sold in, like, book form? I saw it on Amazon, like, a mass paperback type thing, mm -hmm. but it still says completely unavailable. Hmm. And her website doesn't have it either? Nope. I actually messaged her on Instagram. I was like, <laughs> why? I need your book. <laughs> I need the physical copy. I'm sure she's going to ignore it, but whatever. You never know. She I might know. answer I I basically messaged her because I wanted to know if she was going to have physical copies there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because if she does, then I'm going to buy them. Mm -hmm. There's five of them. Mm -hmm. 
know. Is it around the same two two people, or do you think they're like different stories? I think they're different stories. The way the titles are in the same realm. In the same realm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. See, is that this fluffy romance thing that I was thinking from some of these authors? They're throwing me off. There are a lot. It's just. I tend to go towards Towards that Mm -hmm. the non-traditional romance because I'm not a huge fan. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm the complete opposite. Give me tradition. Give me like something I can relate to a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) You stick to that, and I'll stick to the the dark. Definitely, definitely nonsense. (laughs) So this was episode thirteen. Talked a little bit about these trigger warnings and the romanticon we're going to and some of these authors. We most likely will probably be doing a little bit more episodes on them just because it's something like we're looking forward to. Um, and it's something that's coming up. So um, we'll definitely be doing that. Mm-hmm. Again, um, if you listen this far through, thank you. Um, we know it was just a lot, especially this last story. So, um, we definitely want to give different stories their time and Mm -hmm. attention. And this was definitely one. Um, so yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.